Firefly, we are back on, of course. Um, we are back here talking about ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. Um, why is this important to me? Um, it's important to me because I've always known that the things that happen to us when we're young um, can greatly affect um, who we are uh, as adults. Good, bad, or indifferent. You know, if you think about that, if you had a great, healthy childhood, you probably have um, at least a pretty darn good adulthood. Sure, you might have made some decisions that you're not as um, not happy with. Of course, we all do. But if you would compare your childhood traumatic experiences with someone that has a known has um, known ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, you know, let's say above four, a number above four, you will see um, the perception or even their perspective, shall I say, of life is a lot different from yours, right? Um, sure, there are exceptions to every rule, but I think that we must begin to focus on um, identifying the things that have happened to us for um, prevention sake, right? If we can identify um, traumatic experiences, I believe in young children's lives, then maybe we can help prevent some of the traumatic experiences um, and the relational issues as um, adults. Um, so I'm still waiting for Dr. Williams to come on, but I wanna drop a few names for you do some more research. If you've never heard about ACEs, so known as adverse childhood experiences, please, um, you can look up Dr. Bruce Perry. Um, you can look up Dr. Burke Harris, just for starters. Or you can just simply Google adverse childhood experiences and types of childhood ad uh, adversity that um, was looked at initially back in the early 90s was abuse, neglect, and household dysfunction. And there are scores of tests that you can take out there to kind of look at your number. The initial test was comprised of 10 questions. And I think now, because it's in the 90s and, and scientists have been doing a lot of work, doctors have been doing a lot of work, psychologists have been doing a lot of work, neuroscience has been doing a lot of work as it relates to ACEs. And so there's a lot of new discovery um, surrounding this um, some say pandemic, I say phenom. <laughs> so um, I'm here today just because I just want to continue to bring awareness, push awareness, have these conversations. Um, There's so many stressors that I believe that we have in our life that um, as children, that it's difficult for us to manage when we become, you know, we get older. And we start having a lot of relational issues. And, you know, in the Black community, we used to quickly be like, oh, we'll just pray on it. It'll be okay. You know, we're just going to fast it away or we don't talk about it because we're not comfortable with the conversation. But it's done so much damage taking that position. And as adults, we're still, some of us still try to do that type of managing and can't. I'm not going to say that therapy is the answer for everyone, but I am saying that it certainly is an option, right? Um, but discovery is a big piece of it. Like why? Instead of what's wrong with people and what's wrong with this one, what's wrong with that one? Maybe what happened to that person, right? Asking yourself, why am I wired this way? Um, I'm not a therapist, but these things, uh, they resonate with me. And I'm very passionate about this work. So much so, um, I am now a facilitator at my current job. And I want to expand it into the community where I'm speaking and talking and educating and bringing awareness about the importance of knowing what ACEs is, and how ACEs affect and impact you as an individual 
in our community at large. Um, so I am still waiting. Just wanted to share that. You can go to like the, um, the WHO, WHO website. That's the World Health Organization. You can do a little research. You'll see that this is global. These studies are being performed globally more now than ever um, um, here in America, um, in California, all of the um, doctors and they're making a push for educators to all be trauma-informed. And if you're curious about what trauma-informed is, of course, you can Google that as well. But it is to be able to see, um, you know, if you're working with, if you like from me out versus I work in the homeless services, also it uh, helps me to have a different perspective on the, the clients that I'm serving, understanding that they all have a story. There is a why, there is a reason. It's not just because they're on drugs or not just because, you know, maybe there's just um, a little mental illness or it's not that there's another story behind it. So it allows me to look and to provide trauma-informed care um, as I am trying to work with the client and trying to connect the client with resources and other opportunities um, to better serve and help that particular person. Um, it just changes the nature of the relationship between you and the person that you are assisting or the person that you're connected to. For me, it's taught me to have more empathy. And I'm a curious person, so now I have a, a bigger desire to understand and not to be so judgmental. Um, their story is not my story. And their reality is not always my reality. There, it came from somewhere, right? So that's the reason why um, I think that um, California and other states are now providing more of a trauma-informed approach. Now, none of this is like the final answer, of course. There are so, so much work that we still have to do, but at least it's a start. Um, some people may not agree with this, but it is a start. And... I believe that we must start somewhere, and especially in the community that I live in, meaning the community of color. I'm privy to have this information accessible to me, right? But not everyone else is. So I'm hoping that whenever we do lives or we do podcasts, that you that are listening, you will share this. You'll text it to someone. You'll share it on your page. You'll send it to a friend. So I'm going to take a moment and try to pull in Dr. William and get her on here so we can get going. We will not be before you long tonight. And I just ask that you bring pen, paper. We'll drop a few words and maybe some links and websites like the cdc.gov. You can go to that website and look up the original study. There's so much. There's so many other places you can look up the original studies of the ACEs. Um, um, of, of ASA, shall I say. Uh, and I think you'll be quite intrigued by the, you know, by the lens that, or the scope of work that's out there and the lens that is being viewed um, through. So I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, mute this for a second and try to pull in our guest. So if you could just hang tight with me, I will be right back. Thank you. I am putting on my headphones because I remembered that worked for us the last time. Yeah, absolutely. Take your time. I'm doing that now. No problem. So yeah, I already kind of talked about, you can hear me okay? I can. Quick, I talked a little bit about why we're here. Um, we are really on this. Oh, <laughs> we are we are on this crusade to continue to bring awareness um, and understanding to Aces, right? Um, I love regarding our Aces. Today. Yeah. And today on um, it was it was great. The one that we yeah. had. Instagram today, just the feedback from the people, um, the participation. I think it was amazing. So I 
thank you um, for doing this again. Um, I'm here. Thank you, Facebook, for being on. Thank you for watching. Um, but this discussion that we're having, we've, we've done before, you guys. So we're just not on here for rhyme or reason. We're actually on here because the discussions that we're having, the feedback that we're receiving is actually helping people. And that's why we're here. Mental health awareness shouldn't be a month. It should be every day. It should be every every opportunity. So thank you again for having this platform and having me on this platform. Listen, honey, thank you for doing the work. I will tell you that over and over again, because I know it's not easy. And I always say we're so behind. We mean the people that look like you and I, we're mm -hmm. so behind. I'm grateful that I'm just, I work in this space. And so naturally, this is what we talk about. But there are so many of us that are behind and we need to know this. We need to understand this. So I appreciate you doing the work. You could be doing something totally different, but this is the thing that speaks to your spirit. One of the things that speaks to your spirit, but I really appreciate you sharing space with me regarding this. So I'm doing some sharing. So for those of you that are watching, I just ask that you share all throughout Facebook. We are recording this. Um, mm -hmm. This will be on um, the podcast. The link will be back up tomorrow, but please share, share, share. And I would likely put this on YouTube this time. So there's that. So please continue to share. So I'm going to take some time and share to my groups. And then we're going to get into this, if that's okay with you, Dr. Williams. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure that I am doing the same. So I have logged on to Facebook as Dr. Victorious. And so I am now interacting. I don't, I'm not for sure we should be friends. Um, um, if you go to the page, if you go to the relationship zone page, you should see this live. Mm -hmm. um, and when you see it live, just share it out on your page in your network. Okay. Okay. Well, right now. Okay. Let's see, because this is interesting to me. <laughs> I don't get on face again. This I'm usually on a, on a Zoom, or I'm usually you know this live thing came from you. <laughs> yeah, so we so we are on Zoom, but we are live also on Facebook. <laughs> it's the relationship zone, right? Mm I think I added you um, as a friend instead of, um, oh, there I go. I found it. Yes. Yay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. So here we go. There you go. There you go. Okay. Something I heard today um, after I got off the live with you was that um, they said, well, what does my score mean? I had a person to call me. We were talking in a group. What does my score mean, Queenie? What does it mean? What does it mean? And okay. I said, well, it means a lot, right? It means that you now are aware and you're owning what has happened to you. But I don't want you to believe that it defines you because it doesn't. It does, that 9, 8, 4, 10 doesn't define you, but it does leave an imprint on your life. And that's that's what we need to understand and I think that's where our healing begins and so when I got the phone or the live with you it didn't stop for me it didn't stop. sorry no it's fine it didn't stop I love the fact that people are interested they are wondering what does that mean when they when they keep talking about aces what is this thing that they keep talking about adverse childhood experiences something happened to all of us is was the conversation um, but I also shared that it's traumatic, especially in our culture. We would get our get our tails tore up, beat with a belt or switch, discipline, and then still have to be quiet, don't cry, and go to church or go to school and don't say a word. And you're trying to deal with that trauma. That is that changes you. Mm -hmm. You live with guilt. You live with shame. You live with not not clearly understanding why the discipline happened you so that it tweaks your mind it, it changes how you function um and I was sharing that 
these are things we're talking about. Someone would look at that and say, that's very abusive. Someone else would normalize that, Mm -hmm. but you still don't know what it does to the individual person. Right. And this is the, what happened to you question and what happened to you statement. And this is why we're here to talk about that. So Dr. Williams, um, (laughs) this is our third time getting on this thing together. Um, I want I to give you the people have, the people have to understand that there is a purpose that of this being our third time. This is our third time this month because the demand is so out there. Um, you, you'd have to be on here to see it and understand it and explain it. It's not us. People are asking questions. And not only are people asking questions, there are other people that chime in and say, I advocate for ACEs too, or ACEs is real, or I'm a principal or this, because I'm an educator. I'm not a therapist. I am an educator. I am educating you about exactly where it is, where to find it, as far as your score, all of that. I am not a therapist. So I have to let people know that in advance because I've had some people ask. I am not. I am an educator. I am a certified special education director. That is exactly what I do. But the interaction is every day. I've seen it and watched it Mm -hmm. for years, not only professionally, but personally. So understand that's who I am. You see the doctor, I see it too. But my dissertation is definitely on adverse childhood experiences and its correlation to extracurricular activity. So I encourage anybody to get involved, get involved in your own personal therapy if you need to, whether it's EMDR, whether it is equine therapy, if it's art, if it's yoga, whatever it is, but make sure you're talking to someone and addressing that and making sure your healing journey is yours, not someone else's. Absolutely. Absolutely. So look, I already gave our disclaimer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, and here's the beauty. And, and I shared with you earlier when we're talking about um, trauma-informed. You don't have to be a therapist, right? That's mm-hmm. not it. It's any of us that are working with the public, any of us that's working with the people, any of us that just want to know more about behaviors and why we show up the way we show up. We don't have to be therapists to have these conversations and to talk about our discovery and what we've learned and what we we have observed. But I always welcome therapists because, you know, I'm in a circle with a whole bunch of them. So I welcome them to come and contribute. But the truth of the matter is, this is a conversation you can have at the kitchen table with your mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation you should have with your family. And I always, I've said, I said it this morning, I said it before. Um, I have a 15 year old myself that has decided to take the initiative on her own to advocate for not only herself, but for you. So let's don't be afraid. I am working with 16 Strong Project. So shout out to 16 Strong Project that is actually having a youth advocacy board. I have people that I know personally that is on this youth advocacy board advocating for adverse childhood experiences. I have mentees out there that are saying, okay, this is it. This is what I have. Let's address this. So again, this isn't something that we're just having here. We're just encouraging the conversation. So let's continue to do that. Yeah, we want to definitely keep it going. So, so, so real. All right. So let's jump into this a little bit. Um, For those that are watching. Yeah, they want to know what is this that she keeps talking about? So from your perspective, can you please share with us what adverse childhood experiences are? So I'll start from the beginning. Adverse childhood experiences was something that was created by Dr. Robert Anda and Andrew Felitti. They are doctors that were in California. They paired with Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest organizations out there in California. And what they did was come up with a study, a group of over 17,000. Yeah. Yeah, 17,000. And they provided this feedback on exactly what adverse childhood experiences are. What they are is what we're saying now childhood trauma, trauma, generational trauma, trauma, sexual trauma, emotional trauma mental trauma, but then they also added a section. So when they had this study, they broke it down into 30 questions. We now have 10. And so with the 30 questions, it was a lot of questions just 
in there in regards to childhood. This is how people figured out exactly what it was. So average childhood experiences are those experiences that you experienced within your childhood that had an impact. So in one section, there's three sections that have been broken down. So in one section, you have physical abuse, you have mental abuse, and you have emotional abuse. That's in section one. And then in section two, you have physical neglect, emotional neglect, and mental neglect. And then in section three, you have household dysfunction. And so in household dysfunction, you have separation of parents, you have divorce of parents, you have incarcerated relatives, family members, that's pretty much everybody. But, you know, let me stick with what we're talking about here. Um, you have mothers that haven't been, um, you've witnessed the mother or, or brother or family member um, in um, section one or section two. So if you witness, you know, violence with the mother or um, um, uh, being treated differently, mother, uh, father, all of that. Um, or um, I've had a few stories that I've heard where mothers have not been diagnosed with mental illnesses, but mental illnesses um, they have. And that's also in that household dysfunction category. So if you have or know anybody that has had these situations within their childhood, they actually may consider looking into having adverse childhood experiences. That's the name for it. While I understand that everybody is saying, oh, trauma, 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 adverse childhood experiences is trauma. That's exactly what it is. I always talk about the expanded ACEs because again, this was in 1998. It is now 2022. They have expanded expanded ACEs. So I'll give you an example of what they discuss as expanded. And when I'm saying they, they, I make reference to the cdc.gov. They have expanded ACEs. So bullying is an expanded ACE. Racism is an expanded ACE. Terrorism is an expanded ACE. Community violence is an expanded ACE. So there is a list of expanded ACEs. Basically, that's us. If we, again, it came, I think we started having our discussion um, behind the school shooting in Texas. And um, just imagine all those students. We're talking about the students. We're talking about the staff. We're talking about everybody. That's what they went through is what we call an ACE. That is an experience that they're always going to remember and it's going to have an impact on them. So again, I gave that example as an educator because that provides a great example. So I do believe that's when we actually started talking. Yeah. And that's what happened. That terrorism that's an ace because they have to, some kids may not be interested in going to school anymore. They may not want to be in an environment where they're at. And I don't know any parent that didn't see that shooting that that actually questioned and said, I don't even know if I want my kids to come to school that next day. But what people don't realize and know is two weeks after that, there was a shooting in Dallas, Texas. If you all want to look it up, you can, where somebody went to a camp and was ready to shoot in Dallas, Texas, and that person was um, taken care of. But nonetheless, if it wasn't for my daughter, and I didn't know that until I talked to her, there has been a mass shooting every day in 2022. A mass shooting every day in 2022. So whereas that's not on the original ACEs, terrorism definitely is on that new list and it definitely needs to be added. We have to understand what ACEs are and know what to put so we can help ourselves. So that's the reason why we're here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that and bringing that to the forefront. And I just want to add, so for those of you you know, you just heard about the doctors back in the 90s. Funny thing about that study was they were actually studying people with obesity, right? Mm-hmm. That were obese and trying to lose weight. But what mm-hmm. they found was this connection once they began to ask the individuals, once they would lose so much weight, they would then fall off and mm-hmm. they would go back to eating unhealthy and do all these other things. But they knew something was triggering them. Mm-hmm. So they began to look a little further and that's when they connected their childhood experiences mm-hmm. um, with the coping mechani- mechanism mm-hmm. with emotional eating. And so that's that what causes to look further. 
a sad but interesting shout out to um, an organization that I've been working with. I do emotional eating and stress classes with this weight loss clinic. They do a great job. They do. But I also participated in this, um, I want to say four years ago and brought it to the attention of the person that was at the camp. Um, I brought it to a few ladies that agree with me and I've been working with them ever since um, to talk about emotional eating because they also have experienced the same thing. And when I brought this study to them, they also knew that I was working on my dissertation at the time and I needed the keep going. You got this. You needed that, not just for my myself mentally, not just for myself physically, but emotionally. And when people saw that, let's be clear, I, I was 223 pounds um, once upon a time. And if it wasn't for me addressing my ACEs, if it wasn't for me not even knowing, this is how I'm able to share with other people and continue to educate because I'm not just living it. I'm actually doing this, you guys. This isn't something that I'm just sitting here with glasses on behind a desk and just saying, no, when I did that and I was going through my dissertation, I presented it to them, presented stuff to them, and I've been working with them. So shout out to Travis Garza in South Holland and Matson in Oak Lawn and Bolingbrook. All five of those we meet often to talk about our emotional eating and our stressors. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. So definitely do the research because you see there's a connection. There's a reason why these doctors chose to um, make that correlation. So it, 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 it's big. And also um, you spoke about the expanded ACEs. Again, this was in the 90s. So now ACEs is, they have just dissected this study um, from, and they've added so much inner city um, stressors. It's different, right? So different cultures have different ACEs. Um, there are some baseline, we get that name that remains in, but there are certain communities that have to add more things, i.e. poverty, right? Unsafe, when kids are unsafe walking to school, that's an ACEs if they feel unsafe walking to school, if they've witnessed gun violence. Um, I lived in a community when I was young, uh, probably between the ages of 12 and 14, where just sitting there, we hear gunshots outside on a regular basis. And it traumatized me and gave me PTSD. And I moved And 20 years later. I remember 20 years later, I was sitting in my home where we go out all times of night walking dogs and jogging and sidewalks and all the things. But there was a car that pulled up in front of my yard. And for some reason, I had this flashback thinking that this could be someone pulling up to my house, ready to shoot it up. And this was just from the traumatic experience of my childhood. So this is a real thing. And so, yes, they are looking further um, they have expanded it for those that are in war zones that live in spaces that are like war zones for those that have actually gone to war. If your community is not safe as a kid, guess what? That can impact your life later on. So mm -hmm. ACEs is real. They have definitely expanded it. Please, even, even the World Health Organization um, has started studying other countries. So this is huge. This is just because we realize that this is a human issue, right? It's a human issue. Humans are affected by the things that happened to us in our childhood. All right. So let's look. I can't even go into when I when I thought about the other countries, I started thinking about forced forced marriages, slavery, combat zone, encampment. Um, <laughs> you know, being separated from your your mom, your dad, you know, mom, dad fleeing to another country, and then forced government separating you. All these things are impacting the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit. So this is what ACEs are, adverse childhood experiences, and they show up as adults. All right, can we talk about that? Um, what, is your, what is your opinion of how adverse childhood experiences affect us in our adulthood? I'm always gonna encourage everyone to um, go to the cdc.gov and the reason why I say that is because if you go and put in ACEs in your Google, we didn't have Google back in the day, but okay, the fact that you all have it, make use of it. I am a researcher by nature. So if you were to just go in there and put ACEs in relationships, a lot of information is going to pop up because if we don't address our childhood traumas and the things that happen to us, those red flags that come up in our childhood are going to come up in our relationships 
as adults. We're talking about not love relationships. We're talking about work relationships. We're talking about um, our friendships. They're going to come up. So I'm letting you all know this isn't something you can quote me on it if you want to, but trust and believe me, if you put A-C-E-S and relationships, a lot of, of references are going to come up because it has a huge impact. Um, on my page on Instagram, I was going through TikTok and someone actually showed the impact of aces in their relationship and the husband was moving up and the the wife was behind. And that was something they really needed to take to therapy because they're already married or they can deal with it as a couple. You know what I mean? So that's another reason why it's so important to get this education because it may help your relationship. It also may hurt it too. So it depends on who you are and the steps that you want to take. Um, I have to shout out my, um, my step mom who advocated for herself and started going to therapy, you know what I mean? And so again, it's not for everyone. People are not doing it, but she did. And to get that feedback from her, for her to say, Tori, I have been going to therapy and it has been working that, that, that gives me self gratification and knowing that the things that I'm bringing to you all are the part there are people that are actually listening and following up and doing what they need to do so again I'm having these table discussions with my family members because I think it's important and my mother-in-law took my um not my mother-in-law my stepmom took my advice and she um, reached out and had got a therapist and she's been um, receiving help so it's out there you guys you just got to make sure you get with the right people and connect with people that are there to help you and support you in your healing journey Right, right, right. So, to again, for people that are researchers like me, and if you don't believe me, because I wouldn't believe me either, because this is new news to a lot of people, look up ACES in Google and see how much information pops up. This isn't something that I'm coming up with. This is something that the information has been out there. We just need to address it. It's a pandemic in our community. And and the fact that it has had a huge impact on all of us, especially since COVID-19, we actually need to take a second look at and understand that it can help us by knowing about this instead of continually hurting ourselves because we don't want to help ourselves. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't. Because how many times have this is the third discussion for us. Um, and there are people that have been been you know, they went to the website, they went to cdc.gov and found ACEs and things of that nature. But once you realize what it is and you do something about it, that's you taking the steps to take care of you that could help somebody else. I mean, how many people shared this, this wonderful information via Facebook? You know what I mean? Are we scared to share it? Are we scared to, to let our family pass um, impact? Because somebody has to be the cycle breakers and be the change agents that we want to see and do what we're doing and have by having this discussion live. Yeah, and these are the conversations I think we should normalize and not these toxic, you know, what's going on in celebrity news today. I'm, I mean, I know that we all need to be entertained, but I'm just saying, um, and I know you don't always want to be heavy, but guess what? Um, these issues are heavy in our community. So if we get ahead of it, it'll lighten the load a little bit, right? We are, yeah. We're all trying to carry something. So let's lighten the load. Dr. Burke, Dr. Burke Harris does a lot of work um, with ACEs. And one of the things that she's said numerous times is that early intervention equals prevention. And mm-hmm. I love that. And the way we do early intervention is, is what, like, what California and many other states are doing, which is screening for ACEs every, mm-hmm. every healthcare provider is now required to screen for ACEs in California mm-hmm. and other states are following that. And it's because of the movement for early intervention, because they believe that it is then it equals prevention. So having That's this conversation. Hmm? To look into, look into Dr. Nadine Burke Harris. She um, was the Surgeon General in um, California, African-American woman. 
Yeah, very powerful. I had to throw that on out there. Um, Wrote, um, I think she wrote books. Very inspiring. She does TED Talks. She writes books. She does what she needs to do, and she's amazing. But the thing that people don't know is that she's not the Surgeon General anymore. That doesn't mean that the conversation has to stop because she's not there. No, she's still doing the work. (laughs) She's doing the work, but but. But the thing is, there's no one there on the forefront advocating like she did. And I think that's the problem that bothers me. And I'll be honest. And again, you can quote me on it. It's just because she stepped down don't mean that the discussion has to step down. We should be stepping it up, especially those that know about her. The people that know about that TED Talk. If you haven't, go to YouTube and look her up. Dr. Nadine Burke Harris. She did a TED Talk about adverse childhood experiences. It's an amazing thing. It changed my life. And it was funny because I, yeah, when I, when I stumbled into her, it just empowered me to continue to go because she was a black woman um, educating us on something that we really needed to know about. So shout out to Dr. Nadine Burke Harris. Absolutely. So definitely check her out. Dr. Harris, like I said, she believed that, for, that early, early intervention is for equals prevention. So definitely check her out. Um, and you guys have probably heard me talk about Dr. Bruce Perry, who does tons of um, studies and research and books and all the things on ACEs and um, adverse childhood experiences, childhood traumas, and so on and so forth. This information is out there. You just have to know how to look for it and where to look. It's there though. But if you pull up ACEs, you'll see all the connections. Um, there's a lot of lectures at the university level. That you sat at the table with that? <laughs> like, yeah, I've, I've said it a couple of times, but um... yeah. we're not just having this conversation just to have the conversation. I mean, there are people out there really, really strongly advocating for this. And Dr. Bruce Perry is another one. So you got to break bread. That's an amazing thing. So understand that you're not just relationship zone for relationships. Zone. You actually are here to help people. So again, thank you for having this podcast. In the relationship zone, we talk about all things love, life, and relationships, and mm-hmm. and it's not just intimate partner relationships. And everyone that knows my my um, platform knows that it's not that. It's about all the hard things too, right? And this is one of those hard things. And I think I shared last time, Doctor. I remember asking Doctor Perry, like, "Wait, Doctor Perry, what are we talking about?" Because when I was this age and to this age, I dealt with all this trauma. And he says, "Those are your aces." Even though the study was looking at the younger brain, right? Because we know that when children experience trauma, um, actually it even prevents or slows down bone growth and development, mental development, so on and so forth. But I said, wait, but my trauma happened after that window, after six, it happened when I was 11 or, or 12 or 10. And it, and it continued to 14 and I'm 40 plus years old and I'm still undoing the doing. And he said, well, those are your aces. That's when it happened to you. So I shared that because sometimes people think that when they learn about aces, they see this small window, meaning from birth to maybe two, and then from two to six, they see this very small window of study. But the truth is, is that those traumatic experiences can happen anytime in those formative years and impact your life greatly. It's just in those small, those younger years, they know that the brain development is still happening and it's, it's hugely impacted negatively if there's abuse or something like that present. But um, yeah, Dr. Perry, he was like, no, that's, those are your aces. And I was like, thank you. I needed that validation because I knew something happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able, and I've been able to do the work and I want people that are listening. I want everyone that's listening to have that same epiphany. Maybe you'll only discover you have a one. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you'll be like me and you discover, unfortunately, you have a nine mm-hmm. or an eight. Mm-hmm. Or you'll discover, as Dr. Williams has shared, hey, sometimes she's this, sometimes she's that. Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. Sometimes we slide. As on a day for me, you know, in the situation, because I go from four to seven real quick. It just depends. You know what I mean? If I'm taking the same story, if you think about it and I have an idea, thanks to thanks to what we just talked about, the, the 10 question survey. So if you all are interested, there is a 10 question survey. So if you put ACEs survey or ACEs study, it's 10 questions. But that question has three open ended questions 
in addition to the question. So yeah. you could really have more of a number of, of 10 based off of the questions that they're asking, you know, were you abused, this, this. So that's three questions within one. And if you answer yes to that, yeah, you probably got three aces and don't even realize it based off of the questions that they presented. So that's the reason why we're keeping it the way that it is. But it's also a reason to continue to advocate because it needs to be updated so bad and added. There are things that need to be added to this so bad that it's not. But the original aces 10 question it's just the foundation to see if you have it or not and let me tell you with a smile on my face we all have it we just need to understand what it is and do what we need to do to handle knowing that we have it it's not a bad thing it's not like you're catching something it's something that you've already had and I think that's the issue nobody wants to, everybody wants to talk about trauma everybody oh trauma 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 but when it talks to adverse childhood experiences it's like oh really Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. People you are do. sometimes embarrassed or ashamed of things that happened to them as a child, but I've I have shared this of many a times and had to forgive myself and allow things to kind of flow through to understand I didn't do that to myself. Mm-hmm. Right? As a child, I didn't do it. So mm-hmm. you have to learn how to accept that something happened to you and you didn't do it. It wasn't your fault. You didn't do it right um we didn't ask for the things the trauma right we don't know our our parents were likely coming from a traumatic experience themselves right we Mm -hmm. have depending on where you're from where you're living what your environment was like but knowing that it's present is super important and it's empowering because now you can make some changes if you need to Mm -hmm. if you if you need to if you don't feel like you have to guess what? This conversation might not be for you, but share it because it may be for someone else that's listening, that's connected to you in your circle. Which is the reason why I decided to do a podcast because I know that I'm not alone in this ACES journey. You know what I mean? Like I met you through our our ACES journey. Um, There are people out there that want to share a story. And let's be clear, there are are people that want to share their story because they want to help themselves. There are story people that want to share their story because they're opportunists. I'm not an opportunist here. I am an educator, educating on adverse childhood experiences because I think it's important for us to know it, especially in our community. I've watched where, (laughs) I watched it where family members are saying it's not okay. And if you say something, I'm going to talk, you know, say something, you know what I mean? It's like, this is what's happening. You know, it's not okay for your uncle to be touching on you or the neighborhood friend or the big brother or the little cousin, whatever it is. I'm just keeping it honest with you because that's who I am. And anybody that know me that's watching that knows me, I keep it 100. And that's what's going on. It's time for us to get out of that shell. It didn't, it wasn't supposed to happen to you regardless of who or or what it was. Unfortunately, community environment is real. It happens. It wasn't your fault. Let's address it. I am in schools where kids are cutting themselves. The stuff is real. I'm in school where kids are taking pills. It's real out here, you guys. And I think that's the push for me because I have to continue to advocate for that age range, especially now, like I said, working with 16 Strong Project and working with the 18 to 24 year olds. I talked to them already. Those freshmen, oh yeah, those seniors, all of that. Again, they really need help and they need that direction and they need to know, okay, I have it, what's going on? Is this the reason why this is happening? It is. So just imagine they're taking that opportunity and that stand right now where here we are, 35 and 40 and finding (laughs) out what's going on. And now it is we're impacted and we want to do something about it. So again, this isn't just an adult conversation. This is a discussion that needs to be had at our tables, at our, at churches. Um, I'm doing um, professional development in schools with teachers. Um, I'm doing professional development. Like I was telling you earlier, um, I had a, a commander um, in chief for police uh, for the police say, hey, I I like it. Can you please talk to the new police officers that I have and make sure that our new police officers um, are aware of what it is because they're going to be addressing it on their own, but also arresting people. And it'd be good to kind of know 
the background of what's going on so it can have that type of impact so it's not just me having this conversation on Zoom. I'm actually doing this you guys as an educator I talk to other people and educate them so they can be aware of it as well I love it I love it I had a gentleman on now he said he just took his ACES um, test and he has placed his numbers <laughs> inside of the chat and the other the, the, one of the one of the population I want to make sure we um, address and we honor are those that are in foster care systems um, they definitely have aces and, I, and I'm just saying they can be loved and cared for and have an amazing upbringing and all that but see there's still that that feeling of abandonment right that feeling of not you know not being sure or that feeling of I know I'm not with my mom and dad. I know I'm different. That still is an ACEs and those children carry that into our adulthood. So when you say you're doing 18 to 24, I'm thankful because immediately the foster care population in my mind came up because I know when children begin to age out of um, foster care, life changes and it changes very, very quickly for them. So I definitely appreciate you um, sharing it. That's also a population that you're working with. The other thing I wanted to share, like when you were talking about um, the different things that may happen, right? Different abuses that that we witness. Well, guess what? Watching auntie, uncle, mom, dad smoke crack, drink heavily, whatever that thing is, those are aces. It is not normal for you to watch your parent on drugs, tie off and put a needle in their arm. But in certain communities, certain cultures, it's we've normalized it. We know that that person's what that person do. It's not normal to just walk down the street and see an addict on the side shooting up. It's not normal to walk down the street and see someone, you know, shooting or killing someone else. Mm-hmm. Those are, that is trauma and those mm-hmm. are aces. Let me give you an example. Had a student. He was. This was 2004, 2005. I noticed that he always came to school late, about 8.45-ish. And the school was at their wits end because, you know, his tardies were out of control. He wasn't there. And so I said, what's going on, man? Do you need an alarm clock? What? I'm trying to help you. And he came out clean and told me, he said, "We, I don't have... Um, we don't have electricity where we're staying. His mother was crackhead and he got up according to the sun. So when the sun rose, he got up. He had to take public transportation to take his kids, his kids, his siblings to school. And so he used public transportation to get his sisters and brothers to school so they can get fed and get their education. And that's the reason why he got to school at 845. Now, had I not advocated for this young man or had I not even listened to this man the school would have continued writing him off who knows what have happened but I immediately started advocating for him and showed him that there was somebody that was supportive in his corner now the lovely thing is um he he ended up getting into some trouble um but he talked to his to the judge about me and at the time it was um miss mcdonald and um i was telling the judge about his project and what he was doing and how he's been studying and he's been working on this he wanted to be a chef and so he was doing what he needed to do because again college isn't for everybody um but he wanted to be a chef we had it you know was getting him enrolled in school and things of that nature and um the judge actually gave him leniency he, he shot and killed somebody, um, but the judge did give him a little bit of leniency because they saw that there was somebody there that was working with him that actually listened to him and things of that nature. And only if I knew what I knew then, who knows? But yeah, um, shout out to this young man who actually opened up to me. That's what got me interested in adverse childhood experiences because again, nobody ever asked him what was going on. I, he's a he's a hero to me, somebody that was advocating for his siblings and doing what he needed to do, especially knowing that his mom was on crack and the siblings were the ones that were impacted. Those siblings had aces. Those, he as a, a High school student has aces. And so that's the thing that people have to understand. These are real stories, which is the reason why I encourage people to share their story. I do. I do. Wow. Thank you for that. And 
I, I totally get it. <laughs> I know you get it, but and I'm glad I totally that, that I don't see I don't see what you see. I don't see that there's people that are you know joining in saying, "Oh my God, you know I'll have an ACES score." But I'm glad there are people that actually listened, went to the website, took the ACES um, quiz, and now are presenting their scores. That's like that should be letting everyone else know that it is real. That I'm giving you the right information. That I'm leading you in the direction to help others because that's why we're here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, you know, I say it all the time. If you're in the education space or in the human services space or the helping people space, get to know your ACEs. Get to know a little bit more about ACEs in general. Um, I think it will help you to see things differently versus saying, what's wrong with that person? Why is that kid doing this? What's, he doesn't have any home training. Instead of saying all those things, it will allow you to say, Something has likely happened to this child. Let me get to know this child a little more, a little clearer, right? And use empathy and and take a moment that I shared early on IG. Believe that, you know, a lot of this happens because of the the education system, the teachers, the coaches, they see something, they see something happening. Like you're saying, you are like the perfect example of hmm, what's going on with this child. You see something happening and we need more educators to notice that something is happening with our children earlier than later, sooner than later, so that they don't end up in these places of no return until they go straight to prison, prison right? Pipeline. The school prison pipeline is real. It doesn't have eyes it's the school to prison pipeline if you want to look that up you can too because that's actually real too people have been doing studies and things on how real it is so if you want to look up school to prison pipeline it's real too so just imagine us having this discussion and someone being impacted and them taking advantage of this by doing something about it and not becoming a statistic in the school to prison pipeline Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, it's 723, my time. Mm -hmm. I know we said it was going to be on here for like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. We are here. Um, Are there any questions? Do we have any questions? Do we have any other questions in the comment section? We just have people listening and watching. (laughs) And I appreciate you all listening and watching. You want to check yours? I don't know if you have anything on your side or not. I just shared it. I don't, I didn't. You just shared it. Okay. Yeah, I just shared it. I, my people know when I go on, I go on, it, it, like I said, about two or three times a week. So yeah. if they don't know yeah. and I've been advocating for it since 2019, they know. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, this is super important. And it's super good to get on here and talk with you. Mm-hmm. And I say this to you again, I appreciate what you're doing for communities and communities of color okay communities at large but more specifically communities of color normalizing these conversations and sharing space with me and so many others bringing awareness to what aces are and how it impacts our lives and how it shows up it allows us to become more curious about it what is aces what is it she keeps talking about so thank you for doing that and i think it's changing lives one person at a time so tell us where you can be found where we can support you where we can locate you how we can get involved just talk to the people (laughs) so that they know I am actually on Facebook as Dr. Victorious. That's Dr. V-I-C-T-O-R-I-E-U-S. It's Tori. That's my nickname. People call me Dr. Tori. So I've created this wonderful victory, not only as a mentor, but just an educator. And so I actually... um, was given that name. Um, So it is Dr. Victorious on Twitter. It is um, Dr. Victorious on Instagram. I have my own LLC. It's The Victorious where I do my life coaching, my mentoring, all of that. That's on there. Um, I am working with 16 Strong Project. I am their, their director for youth. Absolutely. This is what I do. It's a passion of mine and I won't stop. Um, I am an educator, an educational consultant. I pretty much do everything. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I am, I have 
my own group on Facebook. If you look it up, it's Be Victorious. I am on LinkedIn as Be Victorious uh, with Dr. Tori Williams. Um, so I'm out. I'm out there, you all. If you just look up um, um, Dr. Victorious, T-O-R-I-E-U-S. I'm able to be found. I'm pretty much everywhere. And there's tons of um, information. You don't have to contact me. You can, um, but there's information, especially on Facebook. There's information in my group on Facebook Live, not Facebook Live, in my Facebook group. There's information on Instagram and there's definitely information on Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm out there. I also have a podcast. My podcast is on YouTube um, as Be Victorious. So if you have any questions, if you need anything, please let me know. All right, y'all heard it here on the Relationship Zone, the podcast. Of course, I call her Dr. Williams because she's very official when she <laughs> comes here. So I want to make sure I give her the respect that is due to Dr. That. Williams. <laughs> um, but definitely look her up, follow Dr. Williams, check her out, go to Instagram. Go out there, let me say this Black Girl Magic is real because... Uh, it's hard. And I'll be honest, I've actually had some issues with that, just being a, a Black woman, an educated Black woman. So I thank you so much for actually, you do say Dr. Williams all the time. <laughs> I don't think about it. I so. do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If I can say Dr. Harris, I can say Dr. Williams. If I can say Dr. Perry, then I can say Dr. Williams. So I want to make sure that um, I show you the same respect as I show those others. <laughs> Because it was earned, baby. Shout out to Absolutely. University. Because I definitely got it. <laughs> so again, Doc, listen, I want to continue this this fight with you. I want to continue carrying this torch with you. We will continue to share this information. Um, you are you have definitely created a tribe around this. Keep pushing, keep doing the work. Yeah. It's necessary. Thank you. And it's changing lives. To follow me, please follow me and share. Because, like I said, I didn't ask for it, but I got it. And now that I got it, I got to take advantage of it. So, thank you for those that have already subscribed. Uh, thank you uh, for the followers, the people that have been impacted based off of me educating you on ACE. So, I appreciate you again for having me. And I'm glad that you're a part of the team. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I am <laughs> definitely your tribe, sister. <laughs> I believe in the work and um, and I just believe that this is going to change lives and we continue to change. The, the, I'll say this before we go, I get a chance to see it up close and personal mm-hmm. in my daily work. And as I shared with you when we initially connected, I'm in a space where when we do this work, I don't see many people that look like me there. And so my heart aches because I want to get this information to my table mm-hmm. And so any opportunity I get to connect with a sister or even a brother and we're having this conversation, I feel like it makes it all worth it. All of the wonderful exposure and education that I get on the other side, (laughs) I am thankful because I bring it. I go get it and I come bring it back to my community. Um, So that's why I appreciate the work that you're doing. Um, And I know that we're going to impact many 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 lives we have people live that are like hey i'm going to take the test while we're talking Mm -hmm. this is what we must do because those folks it's a ripple effect they will tell someone else and Mm -hmm. will tell someone else and we witness it every time so we've been on here people every time and people are saying no it's a test out there you guys oh my god i have it and it's like we're not joking about this it's it's what it is so every time this gentleman said i got a seven but it depends on how I view a few things. I really could say I got a nine or even a 10 out of 10. I told you that's the reason why I said it depends on the day for me, honey. So thank you for sharing that. All right, Doc, I'm going to let you get out of this. this, um, Yeah, you're going to have to go check this out. I want to see this feedback. The feedback is, is, is motivation for me to keep going. So again, thank you for having me. And of course, let me know the next time I'll be ready. We'll do it again. All right, sweetheart. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye to Facebook. All right, Facebook. I'll see y'all next time. And I'll make sure. Absolutely. We're going to stop that live stream um, on Facebook. And we'll stop. Oh, my goodness. That was such a good discussion, right? Um, Probably left you a little heavy. But listen, I appreciate you tuning in. You've been listening to the Relationship Zone, the podcast. Your host, um, Queen Love. 
and I talk about love, life, and all things relationships. And of course, tonight we were talking about ACEs, also known as adverse childhood experiences. Please make sure you check with your local cdc.gov website. You can also just Google ACEs. You can Google Dr. Perry. Um, you can Google Dr. Burke um, Harris. You can just simply Google adverse childhood experiences. You can YouTube adverse childhood experiences. There are tons of lectures out there on the circuit, so please make sure you expand your knowledge on this. Um, I heard somewhere that people suffer because of lack of knowledge, and I would definitely not want any of us to suffer due to lack of knowledge. It's your girl, Queenie Love, uh, once again, just trying to bridge the gap of the knowing and the unknowing um, so that we all can learn and grow and positively impact our communities. Um, I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.